Welcome, everyone, to today's podcast. I am here with Greg and Jessica, and we have two guests that are going to be coming on very shortly. But I figured we'd open up with a few awesome things that are happening with the races coming up and also talk about a new sponsor that we have. Yeah, Kate, we uh, this past week um, with uh, Amoscog uh, Beverages, mm-hmm. we uh, are introducing the new uh, sponsor we have with Truly Hard seltzer. I'm drinking uh, watermelon kiwi. Yeah, and I've got right a here. mango. All right, so I'm going to do the Open honors. One up. With, uh, you like that crank? There you go. Hold on, before you do that, you got to cheers. 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 Thank you. This one's good. Reminds me of summer. Summer. <laughs> and we also have the New Hampshire State Lottery. We do. We uh, also uh, are announcing that we uh, did sign with the New Hampshire Lottery. Uh, they've come on board to be part of our um, social media in uh, 2022. That's great. And you knew all about this because you're working right side with them. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> so before we bring on uh, the uh, our guests here today, anything we want to review or go over before our uh, special guests come on? No, there's there hasn't been a lot of uh, changes since we were on here back in um, February, but... Um, we are within two weeks, uh, like we've said before, Kate. They, uh, it, it's coming fast. Uh, we have um, been working a lot, and we'll get into that with uh, Jessica soon, with the uh, kid zone and all the new apparel stuff, and uh, also um, the uh, national anthem contest that she started. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. I guess then, uh, without further ado. Yeah, let's bring on our two uh, drivers that are going to be in the uh, Whitcomb 5 Series, uh, Sam Remo and Tyler Leary. All right, and you guys can introduce yourself and make sure that you're... I like your hat, by the way. Both are looking good. All righty. So we got... Tyler Leary. Tyler. And Sam Remo. And Sam. And so, how old are both of you, if I may ask? I'm uh, 25 years old. 25? Yeah. I'm 19. 19. Oh, boy, you're, you're young. Yeah. You're young. Are you one of the younger racers? Uh, yeah, I have been for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to. Yeah, um, I have been. So you want one of the longer. Yeah. Well, there was there's some younger races in the or younger racers, I should say, in the uh, in the group. But uh, is 25 about the average? Would you say? Um, yeah. I mean, I've seen guys that have been you know 15, 16 years old coming up through through the series in the modifieds and stuff. But I would say, Tyler, you and Sam, you got to say what, 18 to 26 is pretty much the ballpark. Yeah, I think there's a pretty good group of kids that are about 18, 19 years old. I mean, there's definitely the group of kids like Tyler can probably say, uh, vouch for this as well. Is, um, I mean, the guy started at Claremont Motor Speedway when I was 13 in the tour type division. Um, that's probably pretty unheard of, but Tyler also races at Stafford. So uh, there's some younger kids in the SK Lights and the SK divisions that will definitely be coming this way, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hearing that and everything, and there, there are a lot of good shoes coming up through the other series and stuff, and that's that's part of what we're trying to do is is bring something uh, you know from the, from the bigger series and stuff down to the crate motors because crate motor racing right now is, uh, is pretty exciting, and there's a lot of good talent in it. Mm-hmm. And were your parents into racing? Uh, yeah, my dad raced. Um, my mom's side of the family was not into racing, uh, but my dad's family and my grandfather uh, raced at Manadnock. Yeah, and you? Uh, yeah, my dad actually raced at uh, Riverside Park in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that background. He did a lot of late model stuff, some open-wheeled stuff. So I kind of worked my way up through the ranks and started with um, 
super stocks as they called them back in the day at Monadnock and uh, then went to um, a crate modified and now an SK modified at Stafford so mm-hmm. yeah and you go back to bring up Sam I know Sam's running uh, what three or four of the wheeling modified tour events this year yep. um, yeah I'm gonna run um, it should be a total schedule of four races um, I think we're gonna try to do Monadnock Lee Claremont and New Hampshire Motor Speedway yep um, we should be able to maybe try to pull something else off, something uh, pretty exciting, like an open show uh, on the end of the year with that same car with, like, right. a Thompson 300 or something. So right. We'll try to do something like that. But um, That's the World Series in October, right? Yes, yeah, yeah correct. But we've put a lot of focus into this uh, Wickham 5 Series, and it's pretty exciting. I mean, um, my team built a new car for this series. Um, try to go have some fun in these five races. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And, you know, that's, that's another reason why we did bring the series is to bring – hopefully some of the tour guys down and run with the crate guys you know and give them that ability to run with some of the tour guys similar to what the cup guys did and when they came down with the xfinity and all that where they they run with some of those guys they run them with the trucks and then they get the experience of running with the guys at the top and then they because they're hopefully to progress you know through the series and up to the top and then they're getting that uh, ability to um, run with the more experienced guys and learn faster it's a big it's a quicker learning curve for them so what does your schedule look like nowadays you know up and coming to the race couple weeks what what do, what do you guys do uh madness just yeah. absolute chaos i mean uh, sam and i were kind of just talking about it quick uh before we came in today and uh you know our crate car is still torn apart um mm-hmm. I'm waiting on a rack. The rear just got finished up. So it's crazy, you know, two weeks to go. It's kind of like a, the whole March Madness thing. But, yeah. uh, you know, we're really excited. A lot of anticipation building and uh, just can't wait to get it to the track. Yeah. Any modifications or? Uh, you know, we kept it pretty much the same. We struggled a little bit after our two wins last year. And then the last race of the year, actually, the 125 lapper. Yep. Uh, last year, we had some success. We found some stuff. So just uh, excited to get back to the track and hopefully just, uh, you know, advance more on the improvements we, we made towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You in the same boat as well? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's always crazy this time of year with um, trying to get all these cars ready and um I mean, I obviously, we're going to race the Wickham 5, but my first race is the day before the Tri-Track Open Modified Series is actually going uh, to Monadnock the day before. So that will be my first show. So our um, obviously our focus are on those two cars that I'm going to race that weekend. And mm-hmm. um, my crate car is pretty much ready to go, um, but my uh, open show car is not quite there yet. So, so you we have got two some, cars? Uh, we have a total of three cars. I have a, a wheel modified door car as well. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's just crazy this time of year trying to get everything ready and um, just a lot of uh, a lot of work over the off season that will hopefully pay off the first weekend. Yeah, do a lot of your friends get into the racing as well, or? I have a few buddies who are into it. Um, you know, my really good buddy Casey. Uh, I met him at Stafford. He helps out, but honestly, a lot of the kids I was friends with in high school had no interest, mm. no interest at all. Are you it's from kind up of here? a. I'm actually from Hatfield, Massachusetts, okay. so you know the western part of the state. But uh, yeah, it's it's hard to find people that are into the sport nowadays, and mm-hmm. and that's tough. And you know, we we love what um, Greg and Jessica are doing for the sport because it it's trying to get new fan base, new drivers in, and uh, and that's what this sport really needs. Like yeah. like Jess says, you know, I, I'm working on the sponsors. I'm working with the podcast stuff. I'm you know working with you with that, Kate. I'm working with Jack Root and Dave to do to get the PA, the PA, you know, all the public announcing stuff done. Bring all the guests and all that stuff in, uh, and then um, you know with, with the hospitality. 
But the key to it is, is what Jessica's doing that we really want to do with this is bring in the new fan, mm-hmm. bring in the kids with the kids zone stuff, bring in and, and put people in the seats, but have and entertain them. The racing entertains them. It's the downtime that we've always talked about that, you know, whether it's people with qualifying, they will watch qualifying and stuff, but the kids, they, they got a place to go where they can watch, you know, do what they want to do. We're going to have, uh, Jess is going to talk about the, the kids zone with the coloring contest and um, some new stuff that she's brought into it and everything. And then the national anthem th- part that we're doing with the contest. So there's a lot of stuff that we're doing that is, you know, that goes along with the racing that keeps the people entertained for the, say, six, seven hours that they're there. Um, mm-hmm. Because the racing is, let's say, four hours of the show, maybe five. But then we got to, you know, keep them entertained and keep keep everybody, uh, you know, interested in what's going on. Sure. Yeah. And do you guys either have a warm-up anthem that you guys listen to or something that's in your ears <laughs> or you're listening to or you're, good luck charm or something that you guys bring with you? I don't know. Uh not really you know no. when you're at the track i'm sure sam feels the same way you're kind of just like you're in a focus mode and mm. you know you kind of just uh you know all the background and outside noise just you know you kind of just keep it out and just focus on what you're doing and the changes you need to make on the car and mm-hmm. i always thought about that like oh should i listen to some you know heavy metal right, before i get right. in the car or something but it's like you know you just you never have the time right. that's something that else we're going to bring to keep the drivers you know they, they have their focus and they have to stay focused i mean you know th- for, for that whole uh afternoon and stuff because it, it it is it goes by quick right it does and what we're trying to do when we bring them in we're going to do a, a redraw after qualifying and stuff where they're going to draw um at the start finish line out of we're not sure exactly how we're going to have them draw yet. There's a one talk about maybe doing having ten briefcases where they have to draw a briefcase and their numbers sitting in that. Oh, um, so it's kind of like, like a no money deal? thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just it's something to add to it, to, you know, excitement and stuff for the for the fans and stuff, and see what a driver's going to draw. You know, you you qualify first and you draw number ten, you start in tenth. Yeah. You know, some drivers might like that because they're like, okay, the first 75 laps, I'm going to kind of bide my time and hold, save my tires for the last 50 laps. That's what I'm curious to see is how these drivers are going to say, all right, we got to go out and qualify hard because it's going to be supposedly 37 to 40 cars show up. Sure. We're taking 24, maybe 26, but I think 24. Is there going to be a Concy race yeah. for, you know, two or four spots? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of strategy played with this, and they're getting five tires. Yeah, that's it. So you got seventy. You got qualifying to run. You've got practice to run. Which most of you guys will probably run practice tires from either last year or whatever yeah. tires that yeah, you have. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And then they'll they'll throw their stickers on for qualifying. They'll uh, you know so that'll be a heat cycle right there. Then they're going to go down and they're going to get ready to run the seventy five laps, and they're going to have a strategy for that. They're going to run, I bet you some guys will run, um, and tell me if I'm wrong, guys, there's some guys that will sit there and say, okay, I'm going to run this in three 25-lap segments. I'm going to run really soft for the first 25. I'm going to pick it up for the next 25. And then the last 25, I'm going to start going so I can get a good spot to start for the last 50. I mean, that's that's pretty much, if, if I own the car, that's probably what, what I'd tell my driver. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you start in the front row or if you're starting in the rear. Mm-hmm. You know, let's bide our time. Guys want to go by you, let them go. Mm-hmm. We need to be there at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you guys will be racing each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we will be. But it's um, 
it's, it's all um it's just a lot of fun so it's it, there's no hard feelings i mean i hope uh me and Tyler both come out of it in a good spot. All and, in uh, one shape, yeah, right? Yeah, we have fun yep, doing yep. it. And, uh, yeah, this is supposed to be fun. And um, it's giving uh, these guys who run in the weekly series at Monadnock, Lee, Hudson, uh, Claremont, wherever they run, even some guys from Stafford and Waterford might come up. And um, mm -hmm. it's giving all these guys to come up with a um, car that might not cost as much as a wheel and modified tour car or an open car because due to the motor and um, it's giving them a chance to run for races that the purse is just as much, if not more. Mm. Right. And, and, that, and that's the other thing. We're trying to bring what they do with the big, even the bigger modified series, not just, uh, you know, the cup series, down to this, to the, uh, you know, the grassroots. That's, I was talking with some people at NASCAR yesterday about that, that, you know, my focus with this is let's get the grassroots, you know, of, of NASCAR back to where it used to be, you know, in the 80s, 90s, and even, even the late 70s, you know, where it, it was it was fun. It's always been fun, but I think we've uh, we've all missed something. Something's been missing for the last 10 or 15 years. And, um, you know, let's let's try to bring some of the stuff that they do with the bigger series to the to the to the crate motor series. And that's what we've done. Tried to do with this. And I can't say that we have done it because we haven't even raced event number one yet. Mm -hmm. And I've got people already saying, you know, hey, how do we get one of those races? I'm like, well, we don't know what we got yet. Mm -hmm. I got an idea, but we'll we'll see. We're going to do the best we can with what we've got um, for May 1st. We have a lot of um, uh, ideas and things that we want to do, but, you know, we got to get event number one off the ground. And so what do you guys do on the off season? Where do you store the car and... All the uh, other other stuff that you guys do is it mostly downtime? Is it school for you, or or um, is it just jobs and working? Just just wait until the racing season comes again. Yeah, usually like after race season for us, I know I take some downtime and you know spend time with family and friends and all that. And uh, usually right after the holidays, we we really get going on it. You know, start taking the cars apart if they need to. And uh, this year was a little earlier. We had a really busy season. We built a, a new SK. Well, not new to us sk for stafford and had a lot of you know maintenance stuff to do on our monadnock car so i just go snowmobiling a lot in the winter and uh, have some fun you know and uh and that's what it's about and we start working on the cars you know january february around then start start getting ready does your family help out uh my dad is a huge help yeah um my buddy casey helps but you know 75 85 percent of the work i i do myself on the cars you know it's yeah. just how i like it i guess i'm yeah. stubborn and what about you? Anything off-season that, that you do in particular? Yeah, I mean, it's um, like Tyler said, we kind of just let it die down until the holiday season is over. And then um, obviously I'm a college student, so I spend a lot of time at school, which means I'm an hour and a half away from home. Mm -hmm. So that uh, takes me out of the race shop quite a bit. But I'm pretty lucky to have some guys that are in the shop on a daily basis. Uh, my dad's there a lot. Uh, we have a couple, three or four guys that come down. Uh, well, one of them comes down every night in the week and uh, one day on the weekend. And then uh, we got a couple, three or four guys that come down on select nights to work with uh, my dad and Paul Smith, who works in the shop. And, uh, yeah, so it's just kind of I go snowmobiling and fishing and try to go on vacation in the winter because there's <laughs> no time for vacation during the summer. Got that right. No, there's not. I'm. We're all used to it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was your last vacation, Greg? Um, I, I don't know, Jess. When was that? Last June. Last June. Yeah, we, we took we to took a we took a, a week at the Cape. And matter of fact, it was six days. We came even home early from from that a day early. Um, just to, you know, then we needed a vacation from the vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
<laughs> well, speaking of, um, of of Jess and everything, you, I mean, you've been doing such a phenomenal job with bringing in the younger generation, bringing in families, bringing in the whole thing that uh, just is, is astonishing. So I, I want to thank you for you know being so inclusive to I think all the other groups that are making these guys um, you know something to come out for. Yeah, thanks. It's um. It's been fun. It helps that I have children of my own. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, well, they've been tapped to run the kids' zone. So the little ones you see will be mine. Um, <laughs> free labor. But yeah. no, so we've got like, last year we did like the coloring. Yeah. And then we had, oh, the sandbox. Yep. So this we'll year. we'll have that again this year. Yeah, we have both of those this year. But I've also, like, my daughter's 17. She does not want to color. She didn't want to play in the sandbox. So we have like um, Yard Z. We've got some like big Jenga blocks. We've got cornhole. Mm-hmm. So there's stuff for the older kids, the adults too. I mean, yeah, drunken cornhole. Hello, right. yeah, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> buy one of the shot glasses. Drink right. some truly. But yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be great, and we'll just keep building. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm always open to suggestions for whatever people may want. So you know, yeah. And then we have the national anthem. And we have yep. face painting, I think, is yes. new this year. Yes, oh my goodness, yes, that's so new. I yeah. It's like not used to it yet. It's called Trading Faces, and the woman's <gasps> name is Monica. So yeah, like she's going to be there painting faces. I think she said her prices start at like $10. Okay. But it can be like a Like lions and... Yeah, like a total face paint. Mm. So that's oh. that's kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. It's, again, keeping the kids, mm-hmm. you know, entertained and everything. That's and the then key. it, you know, keeps the parents watching the race if they want, and they know their kids are going to be entertained and taken care of and... You know, I think what got away from the and and how we missed a couple, at least one or two generations in racing, is we got away from all that stuff. And then the parents, you know, when especially when you got two two parents working now, and they want to go to the races and the kids don't want to go, then they end up not going because the kids, you know, and they don't want to pay for a babysitter. They want we're going to bring it to where okay, let's bring the kids to the track. Let now we let give them something to do while you guys are enjoying the racing. And then hopefully let's get the kids involved and interested in the racing. Because you know what? We need somebody else to sit in those cars and run them around the track mm-hmm. in another 10, 15 years. Well, it's, it's a little bit longer of a day than, than maybe most people know. It, it yeah, is. It's not and a game. It's well, what, what, are, what do they say? That it, a 15-year-old and younger kid, how long can you keep their attention? Oh, you I, know? I don't want to guess. Nowadays, I don't even want to know. Um, I'd be afraid to even guess it. But if we can keep things rolling and keep it entertained and the other thing that we're bringing to it is we're going to bring like the wheeling tour does we're bringing the autograph session to it mm-hmm. where we had all the guys that signed up for the whitcomb five if you signed up before april 4th and both of these guys did you'll be in the autograph book mm-hmm. and we made an autograph book that that jessica's put together it's being actually in print right now uh we should probably have it by next week and uh she did a awesome job with that so would these guys it's be it, able to sign it and these guys will all be in it to sign it and the, the fans can uh can buy them and they'll be at the there'll be an autograph session after qualifying after the drawing that they do to find out where they are so you know drivers that win the poll and they start 10th they're going to be sitting there you know you know maybe and maybe they're like oh good now i'm starting where i want to start so it, it'll be fun but it's going to bring the kids and the even the adults to the to the drivers and they might even say, "Hey, what's your strategy?" To they, they'll get them intertwined with with the uh, yeah, with the drivers. That was not how it was last year. So I'm glad you brought that in. Right, it was very. It was like a fence, and that was you kind of right. just looked on. To and what and in the weekly series, Sam and Tyler, you can you can vouch for this. They they don't do that. The wheel and tour does. 
you know, they have an art. And I kind of I based it a little bit off of that. But that's what it is. It's all it's all NASCAR stuff. And, um, you know, I'm like, let's bring that down to the uh, to our series and, and make it part of it. Mm-hmm. And it makes it it makes it fun. If you keep the fans, especially the kids, you want the kids to be involved with the racing. Let them find a favorite driver. Mm-hmm. It might be Sam. It might be Tyler. It might be somebody else, one of the other drivers. But they, if they get hooked to that driver, mm-hmm. they're going to go wherever that driver, they will. They, I, I remember when I was a kid, I had my favorites. I had Brian Ross. I had Kenny Bouchard. I had Ronnie Bouchard. I would always tell my father, where are they racing? Mm-hmm. I want to go watch. We go to Stafford. We go to Thompson. We go to Oswego. We, wherever they were going, that's where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. You know, and these guys get a kick out of it too because they're like, all these kids running around. Oh, there's Tyler. Oh, there's Sam. <laughs> and it and it does. It's the same. It's the same thing that they do up at the top series. So yeah. that's what we're trying to do. And so, what are we doing with the national anthem? That's a contest oh, now, right? Yes, I have turned it into. I don't the- think these guys can sing. I can't. No, not me. Did no, you guys want to try out? No, right we away. Can, we can all shower <laughs> sing. <laughs> are you sure we can hold special tryouts mm. right now? There's microphones. I'll, I'll, no? I'll, sti- I'll stick to the racing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, st- I'll uh, turn left. I like we we've dubbed it the final anthem because that's okay. what you're really going for is the very last anthem you want to win that. Um, I have two contestants right now, Shauna, who's local to um, Monadnock area, so okay. she's going to sing at both Monadnock and Claremont. And then I have Stephanie, who's more local to Hudson and Lee, so she's going to sing those two. Okay. And then the fans get to vote on Facebook or you know Instagram, and whoever has the most likes on their um, videos or their photos, we like anything related to them, that's the person who wins, so they'll sing. And mm-hmm. then there is um, a $500, right. you know, yeah, they'll, like sing, they'll sing at Monadnock Championship yeah. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying so, to bring everything. What age groups are we talking? For these, uh, I think, you know what? I don't know. I don't they're even know that They're in their early, mid-20s. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if it was like are. a six-year-old that was getting $500. No, no. Oh, no, I mean, no, well, that's no. a lucky six-year-old. I would like to see that at some point, you know? Yeah. I'd like, I know a lot of six-year-olds that would be right. happy with have that. Our, have our own, like, uh, <laughs> that are you know, cute as Whitman Five's got talent instead of, a, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, my... We got the driver talent. We just need some singing talent. Right, right. No, my my goal is to create new fans with it. You know, yeah. somebody who might not necessarily go to a race is going to go to hear one of the girls sing. Women? Women. One right. of the women sing. And that will hopefully create new fans. Yeah, being there to you see can the put race. it on the website too. You can just put in a like yeah. a poll if yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, how long right. how long will that be open for? How long would be people be Probably able to vote? Probably like, until a few weeks. Like a couple weeks, right? Well, no, like it's gonna go all year. There's okay, only, there's oh, only yeah. well all season. All um, season. There's only two two people singing, and they're both singing two songs. So mm-hmm. anthems. So it will go on until and so we'll be recording that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so put it out on YouTube, and then and then like I said, okay. The other thing we're doing, we're having uh, three uh, on-site podcasts. Yep. Uh, we'll have the one at eleven o'clock in the pit. Yep. We're doing that one and everything, and Jackie will be on that one uh, to get up to get everything started. It'd be great and stuff. to have him back. Yeah, and then we're going to bring in uh, on some of the other drivers and stuff and get their feelings for it. And of course, that day is going to be a lot of fun. It could be you know an hour from when they get ready to practice and stuff. So, um, and then we're doing one at. Uh, Right around three thirty, so that the f- person that has, we're not calling it like I said, the poll. We're calling it the fastest lap because we're doing a redraw. Yeah. So that person will be on that podcast, and the person that sings the national anthem will be on that podcast as well. And then we're doing a f- final uh, on-site podcast with the uh, winner of the Whitcomb Classic. Mm. So 
that'll that'll be fun. Oh, and they'll day. yeah, well, and then, then they'll be there with their uh, with their their trophy. Plus, they'll get the uh, award for being the first driver to uh, qualify for the championship weekend. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be on the the website, I'm sure, just mm-hmm. as the other oh, gentleman yeah, was. Be, yeah, he was yeah. a young guy. I'm still right. not over that. Was he 18? Oh, and you were talking about uh, Jacob Perry. Yeah. 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 When he he won the first uh, test race we did last year, uh, the Milton Cat 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And were you guys racing last year as well? Uh, Tyler was yeah. in the in yeah. the 125. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we ran the other series um, at, the, at the Milton Cat 100, and then we ended up going with the NHSTRA series. Are you still doing the uh, restart line? Uh, we, I believe we we are. We haven't talked a lot about it. That's kind of like been on the back burner because we've had so much other stuff going on. But yeah, and if we do, it'll be called the GW Zone mm. this year, just so that they don't have to sit there and say GW the GW Production. Yeah. That's what they kept calling it last <laughs> oh, year. Really? And Jess was like, please, it's promotional group, right. you know? And uh, they kept saying no, production. So I'm like, we'll good. just call it's good. Well, it's and better. as we go, people are going to know GW is GW Promotional. So which I sponsored is the Wickham it. Just Five. Be Kate Zone. Yeah, right. Weird. The Kate Zone. <laughs> the drivers yeah. would be like, maybe no, that's what, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. So, right. So we're going to, we're you know, maybe. Sometime we may call it the 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 Wit Five Zone or something, or well the GW because we we really want to push the Whitcomb Five series, mm-hmm. and it's um, I just I want to get the first race under our belt, mm-hmm. and then really see what we got, yeah, um, and how it goes, and and get a I want I'm I'm going to check with all the drivers, even the winner down to the person that finishes last, even somebody that doesn't qualify, yeah. Um, and get their I want the, I want their reactions. I right. want what do you guys want? What can we do to make it better for you? Mm-hmm. I want this to be the driver's tour. Right. That's what my, that's what Jess's goal is. Yeah. Uh-huh. My well, something I keep toting over and over and over on Facebook is like I want it to be a family. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen my post, but like I always say like somebody else has joined the Whitcomb series family. Yes. I, I like that. I want us to be one big racing right. dysfunctional family because right. that's life. And mm-hmm. I want us to be able to rely on them and them to rely on us and their sponsors to sponsor us and us to sponsor their sponsors and that's how you do business. That's how right. you get big. That's how you know things should work. A big is, thing is business to business. Yeah. You know, if we can do business to business, you know, I mean, we got Sunoco and and, Sand, and Sandry uh, Energy, you know, with their convenience stores and all that. Now with Truly and everything and Truly sold at Sandry's. So, you know, you can do some business to business stuff there. You know, mm-hmm. um, we brought in Weaver Brothers Construction. Um, they were announced uh, on a um, press release and on our Facebook page and all that. They've come in to sponsor the fastest lap at the Whitcomb Classic. Mm-hmm. But they've got more ideas of what they want to do. They're testing the waters, mm-hmm. you know, see what we can do, where we, we, where we can go from there. You know, yeah. they might sponsor the fastest lap at Claremont. They might do more than that. We, mm-hmm. You know, but everybody's testing the waters. Let's see what we got here. Let's not get way ahead of ourselves yep. because that, that's, that's something I, I, I've tra- taught myself slow down to go fast. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's to say the drivers know that they they have their crew chiefs in their ears. Slow down to go fast. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, pedal pedal it a little. You know, get in get in get, get in the corner softer. You know, come off harder. So. And how how is your uh, your father uh, feeling about these upcoming races? Uh, let's put it this way: I don't talk to him much about it because I don't want him to know. Okay. I don't want him to know what's going on. He knows a little bit. Yeah. Um. 
and I know people around the area in Keene, you know, if, if I've talked to him, I'm like, yeah, when you see your fa- my father, you can tell him, but you know, that, that's where I've left it. He, mm-hmm. he knows that Brian Ross is going to be there, who was the first winner of the Whitcomb 100. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be ecstatic to see him. I haven't seen him for uh, forever. Uh, S.J. Avanchin, who won in 1980, is going to be there. And it, it, I think a lot of these guys might know his son, Dale Avanchin, who raced a lot of stuff. I know with Kirk Alexander and all, all those guys. But, um, you know, those are the guys that they 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 were some of the guys that, to make modified racing what it is nowadays mm-hmm. and you know the Whitcomb 100 was 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 it was nascar and it, it the first one that was actually what it is now with the with it wasn't the wheeling tour and it was actually before it was the featherlight modified tour it was just called the nascar modified tour it was 1985 and i talked about it when i was down at the uh uh, expo and uh that was the first one we brought it to Claremont for some reason and ran it as a Whitcomb 100 and Richie Evans won it mm-hmm. so you know that that's uh there's a, there's a lot of history and your dad and will be at the next race correct he will be at the okay. Whitcomb Classic yes yeah yeah there's a, and there's a lot of people coming that uh that can't wait to see him and stuff and I can't wait for Is these guys autographs um I don't I don't know if he's going to do the autographs or not I'm really trying to make that really about the drivers okay you know but um I can't wait for these guys to to meet him. I mean, yeah, he's my dad, <clears throat> but he's um, he's done a lot for racing. Mm-hmm. He did a lot with the with the Cup Series and uh, you know, win the Daytona 500. That have was you guys a not met him huge yet? accomplishment. I have not met him. I haven't no. met him. No, no. You, of course no. you know his history. Of course. Yeah. 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 It's it's uh, it's 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 pretty unique. It's pretty neat and everything, and it it goes way back before he's such that a when nice he had guy. when he had the when he had the construction business. You know, he just did so much for uh, for local racing and the communities and stuff and. This is the least we can do for him. So. Right. That's going to be really exciting. Um, and do you want to share the dates again for those uh, watching? Yeah, we got the, the Whitcomb 5 or May 1st at Monadnock Speedway, the Whitcomb Classic. And then we go to uh, June, where we go June 17th to Claremont uh, Motorsports Park. Uh, July 15th, we go to Lee USA Speedway. And then from there, we go to uh, Hudson Speedway on uh, August 14th which is a Sunday afternoon show. And then we wrap it all up uh, championship weekend, um, September 17th with hoping um, that uh, if all goes well, we will have a June, uh, September 16th uh, trackside party. Mm-hmm. I know you were talking about that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's there. The date is there for us to do it and everything. But you know, like I said, a lot of things have got to play out and they got to work out and have a reason to have a trackside party, right? Exactly. And can anyone else uh, do the uh, contest for the national anthem? Anyone listening or watching? Could they? Not this it's, season. Okay. It's, so yeah, deadline the, happened. Yeah, okay. it came and it went. But uh, next, next year, I'm year. hoping for bigger and better. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's something that I can imagine most people... What did you find? It was pretty easy to get those two? Or like, people um, were very willing? or People were willing. And these two really stood out of the crowd. So they were... They were our choices, yeah. you know. They were really good. So I got a, I got a couple questions I got to ask the drivers. And okay. Everything. So, not to give it away, but on a, on a perfect day, okay, a day that you you what are you guys visioning that you feel you're going to have to do to to win on the first? Uh, I think there's definitely a lot of strategy, obviously, with tire management. Um, there's uh well first you got to get through practice right um there's gonna be a lot of cars there so i would have to guess there's gonna be over 35 cars right um which that means there's some unhappy people that are gonna have to go home um hopefully me and tyler aren't those people but um 
No, I think there's a lot of strategy when it comes out. Um, uh, the biggest thing for me and our my team is when we practice during the day, it's sunny, it's hot. The track changes a lot when we race at night. Um, granted, we are racing on a Sunday, so uh, the weather shouldn't change that much because the show won't be that late in the day. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of strategy with tire management and uh, track position when it comes down to the pit stop. And the choose rule. Absolutely. Yeah, cone rule, choose rule. I like yeah, using it. Even though we're using a cone, we're keeping it as the choose rule. Yeah, it makes it very yeah. interesting. Right. You know, you guys can go from running fifth and then everybody goes to the inside because, granted, that's where you want to start, restart. But if you can go from fifth to second and just hope to get in line if you have to, but who knows? You might be able to jump, jump, to, you know, get a better restart than the guy on the front, uh, on the inside. You could be leading going going into t coming out of two. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, the tracks like Monadnock and Claremont, uh, one and two are they're favorable to the top. I mean, you can get around there on the top, but right. at both Claremont and Monadnock, it's kind of hard to get around the top. On, and three uh, and four, three and four, because yeah. it's a little tighter. But yeah. uh, right no, it's I've never. Um, I'm pretty excited about this series due to the fact that I've never raced it like Hudson. Um, I've won at Monadnock and Lee. I've came very close at Claremont a couple times, but. Um, no, it should be awesome. I mean, as far as strategy goes, it's kind of like um, you kind of got to race to the 75 mark, and then the, the real race is going to happen after the 75 mark. You just got to ma maintain your car, uh, maintain your track position, and don't abuse your tires on the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with Sam 100%. You know, it's uh, I've me and my dad have been talking about it, and I, I fully agree that who wins that race is going to be who makes the best adjustment at the at the 75 lap stop um as long as you're in the ballpark um you know top 10 top five whoever makes the best adjustment and has their car handling the best those last 50 laps is who's going to win the race you know right. um it's surviving the first 75 uh staying out of harm's way and uh, and just pacing yourself you know and uh it's cool to have a, a guy like Sam come and join the series, you know, because he's got some um, some tour stuff under his belt. So he's got some uh, some long distance stuff. And for me, it's it's new. I've been right. in my nine years of racing. I've always been a you know put the jackrabbit setup in it from start to finish, thirty five laps as <laughs> fast as 30, you can go. 30, 35, 50 yeah, laps so maybe. Right? Last year we had a hundred lapper, and then we had the one twenty five at the end, and that was like shocking for me. I'm like, right. you know, it feels like a millennium in the car. So uh, you know, you just got to pace yourself and. I know. I know. Uh, Corey Plummer made made the comment to me. He says he says I've been wanting races to l distance like this and everything. And he says now it's here, and I'm going to run a tour car. So yeah, yeah. he's not even running in the series. And uh, so he he's he. I think he's itching. He might he might try to get in one. But uh, you know it, it'll it'll be inter it'll be interesting because you got you got one tire to put on after those four. Mm -hmm. You know, and everybody knows where you're going to put that tire. Mm. Do they though? Well, <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, it's yeah. it's, uh, but it's it's buying your time, like you said. Yeah, and and both of you know it's 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 taking care of those tires. You know what? It, there's three tires that are gonna make a difference. The left front's kind of the one that you know. Okay. Yep. Do you take that? And put it on the left rear if you can. Right. You know, right. and then you know put switch switch them around and stuff i mean there's there's a lot of things you can well do. with the compounds we run too it, it's so tough because in practice if guys are using last year's tires or whatever it may be the these cars on this compound you can't there's no judgment at all right. so like you go out for practice you don't even get a feel for what your car is going to be like until you bolt four stickers on yeah. unfortunately i mean you get a general sense but it, it's kind of tough 
I'm looking forward to it. And Kate, you guys, you, 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 you'll learn it. You're, you're going to be around it. You'll, you can uh, talk with some of the drivers on the, you know, the 11 o'clock podcast before get some more strategy from the other people down not only by the pit but down by where all the other all the other racers are come in come into their car you know yeah yeah, exactly um yeah but it it is it's going to be fun it's going to be interesting Mm -hmm. um you know let let's hope that uh going through the season with the tire issues that they're having they don't come to uh what they're talking about that sometime they can fix fix this problem Mm -hmm. hopefully um because yeah, I would I would like to see these races go to 150 laps. That's I mean, that's what I wanted them, but we had yeah. to go to 125s. I'm good with it because you got a tire issue. We want good racing. So, I mean, we're all racers though. You know, as right. long as the playing field's level, we'll all race on old tires. As long as I know the next guy is the same that, amount of laps on their tires as I do. If you're all in the same boat, then it comes down to we'll race driver yeah. and yep. you know and and equipment and stuff and mm-hmm. and it it'll all play out well. Um, but. Again, I want to go back. Thank you guys for coming on. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for joining the series. Yeah, no um, problem. Thank you for we, having us. We are going to try to do and make this like Jess and I's goal is you guys have any issues, any problems, you know, with uh, stuff or have suggestions is the main thing. Tell us because we, we want to hear it. And especially after the race, um, you know, we, we want to know what can we do to make it better mm-hmm. um, going forward. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank it's great you. to meet you guys. And, and Jessica, yeah. as always. Greg, as always. Wonderful. Kate, thank you. Jess, anything else you got? You're thank you to good? Go Network. Oh, well, we could say. Wait a minute. No signing off yet. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm waiting. Carol, I forgot to say this. Oh, it's yeah. going to oh. be available at all the tracks. Okay. All the tracks we race at, you can get the apparel. It's also available at Apex Racing. Yeah. Like okay. they're carrying it, so that was pretty cool for me. Like again, business is doing business. Right. Businesses. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh yeah a lot of things where we have done some things that we weren't planning on doing until next year. Jess has a lot of things that she's really trying to keep under wraps until next year. But we have some other things that we want to do uh, with the drivers and for the drivers going into twenty three. But again. Let's let's get uh, let's get race number one off the ground. Let's do it. Well, this is a great kickoff. Yes. Anything else? No, I really think I'm done this time. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, done. Wait a minute. No, Sam again. Kidding. Tyler again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys. Thank Appreciate you guys. It. Yeah. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. Thanks, Kate. And, and thanks to Truly. <laughs> thank you guys. And New Hampshire Lottery. It's my uh, uh, watermelon kiwi is very good. <laughs> San- Sandry and Sunoco and Weaver Brothers for coming on with us. And uh, there's more to come. And that's a wrap. <laughs>